everybody, you did one hell of a job. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah! It's Talking Boys with the Boys. Boys familiar. What's up? This is Talking Boys with the Boys. And we're back again with some of that Cowboys fuego. But first, a little business. Please take a minute to share and subscribe. Leave us a rating and a review wherever you find this pod. Five stars and a couple of sentences on why you love this pod would be greatly appreciated. And now, the conglomerate, the panel of homies, I'm your host, Adam Y, along with my co-host, Mark D, also known as Ryan Reynolds with a master's degree and the first cousin to Rip Wheeler on his mama's side, of course. Yeah, I'm Dylan Wilson, a.k.a. Big D, Daddy, Dylan 88 Wilson, 88 Club in the building. And I'm Andres, a.k.a. Dreezy. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Jay Tuck, a.k.a. Don't stalk me on Twitter, bro. <laughs> what's going on, everybody? <laughs> what's going on? What's up? What's hey, good? What is up? Let's go. Don't make him whoop a trick. Yeah, I know hey. that's right. Don't make me whoop a trick. <laughs> Facts. Hell yeah. All right, all right, man. Hey, look, man. Big Mike said we was going to FedEx and win, y'all. The no-name team was riding high on a four-game win streak then had the audacity to say we want Dallas. Hmm. Well, they got a tank, a lion, and a nasty D-line. Oh, my. And in the great words of D-Law, I slapped the shit out of all y'all. That's exactly what this defense did on Sunday. I slapped shit out of all y'all. I slapped shit out of all y'all. I slapped shit out of all y'all. Avengers Assemble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, finally, man. Mark, why don't you bring us in with some Cowboys news, dog? What's good, Cowboys Nation? Look good, feel good, feel good, pod good. Let's get it, fellas. Well, it was a bit hard out here for a pimp on Sunday afternoon, <laughs> but our Cowboys were able to hold on and whoop those no-name tricks from Washington 27 to 20 to keep our pimp hands strong and in control of the NFC East with a 9-4 and record. Let's be happy, Cowboys Nation. Back up off the ledge a bit. Micah is the NFL's Defensive Player of the Year and possible NFL overall MVP with a top-five defense. Offense will come around. All right, just, just chill a little bit. On to the news. Our Cowboys had to finish the game Sunday without both starting tackles, one of which was Tyron Smith, who left in the fourth quarter with a left ankle injury. That's the same ankle, mind you, that caused him to miss two games and parts of others in the last month. A Cowboys team spokesman said after the game that Smith would be reevaluated on Monday back in Dallas. And on Monday, Mike McCarthy said the Cowboys will not have Tyron Smith this week. Apparently, it was an aggravation of the same injury that knocked Smith out for three games earlier in the season. So let's wait and see on what that is. Honestly, it sounds like a moderately severe high ankle sprain to me. Possibly grade two, maybe a grade three. That ain't nothing good, guys. Yeah. Cowboys yeah. executive VP Stephen Joe said the, the coaching staff will at least address the left guard spot with Connor McGovern and Connor Williams. Williams, who started at guard early in the season before McGovern took over four games ago, had a few penalty issues, but he may be re- required necessity to establish this run game. And it looks like wide receiver Cedric Wilson has tested positive and is on reserve COVID-19 list. Uh, COVID Cowboys, guys. COVID Cowboys. COVID Cowboys. Back to you, BB. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. We all know how we do it, man. Let's recap the game on Sunday. And I, what I want to do is get the good, the wrong, and the ugly of the games. All right. So uh, let, let, let me tell y'all what's ugly. So, <laughs> our fucking screen game. We are not a good screen team, whether it's because of bad blocking, drop passes, or missed throws. I don't care. It's always getting blown up for one reason or another. So, Kellen. Stop calling the shit, especially on third downs. I know we have a three-headed monster, and the nickname is for Micah Tank and Randy, but you have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and C.D. Lamb. That's a three-headed monster, too. So stop with all these damn screen passes and deck. While we're at it, stop dumping it off to the running backs, the sticks, and light their asses up like I know you can. Dak, 
Kellen, y'all are my boys. You know I love you. Get your shit together. <laughs> Get your shit together, guys. Come on. Jesus. Hey, let me back. Let me back door uh, dealing with my ugly, man. My ugly? I say this, man. That boy, Dak. Dak was the second lowest graded player of the game with a 47 by PFF metrics, which I take with a grain of salt as far as gradings are concerned. And only two guys graded above 70 on offense, Amari and Zach Martin. The rest of the offense was graded out middle of the pack, basically average. Our QB1 was super ugly on Sunday, dog. Dak finished with 211, one and two interceptions and a 58.8 passer rating. That is ugly. Hella ugly. Hella ugly. Definitely ugly. Now, I, feel, I feel gross right now talking bad about it. It's all feel right, man. Get right, man. I don't like and, this. And that's why Cowboys fans are in turmoil today, man. Because they, it was, we're in unformed territories, I'll say the least, man. Because, you know, I know that we did win yesterday, and a win is a win. You always will take the win in the NFL. But to be honest with y'all, I don't feel good. I don't feel like it's victory Monday, like, I am more pissed off today, to be honest with y'all, than I was versus the Raiders on Thanksgiving after that loss. And the reason why is because, like you guys mentioned, the play with Dak, but we had had no excuse. You know, we've been kind of saying, okay, wait till we get Michael Gallup back. Wait till this offensive line gets healthy. Wait till this. Wait till We had everything that we needed to really show and prove versus the team. Now, to be honest with y'all, I know that Washington was gassed because it was, you know, rivalry week, but they're not a good team and they were pretty much down to like their practice squad team. And for us not to handle business pretty much for like the fourth, fifth week in a row, I'm starting to get a little concerned. So I don't feel victorious as I'll say now, granted we shut the Washington fans up a little bit, but that's not the standard I hold in this team to this season. My expectations are a lot higher and we got a short term to turn around and fix it before we start playing much higher quality opponents, but that's just me this morning. So, man, Tuck, I'm glad we got you on today, man. I'm so glad we got you on. Today. <laughs> yeah, so man. We can all discuss this from a lot of different angles because I'm happy. I'm very happy, actually, and I'm not just saying that to be good guy, good cop, bad cop with that. Right. I feel where you're coming from because I do have that opinion towards you. I'm not mm-hmm. sitting here going, you know, rainbows and butterflies and thinking, oh, everything's great. We just got to do right. this. We got to do that. You're right on the sense of what we said. Hey, we got to get these guys back. And what we were looking for in that game, if you look at my predictions, I was looking to explode and blow up on this team mm-hmm. offensively, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I was really looking for. And in my idea, this offense actually is trending upward right now because when you look at what we did in the past few weeks up to this game, we weren't going forward on fourth. Mm-hmm. We weren't being aggressive at all. I mean, some of the past patterns, and once we started getting the right personnel, running the right routes, mm-hmm. some of this chemistry has to come in line, but at the same time, I mean, we, we were missing some juice out of that backfield yesterday as well. And Dylan, with the screen game, hey, I agree with you. I hate this shit. But I think what was going on from that end is we started – I mean, dude, uh, Olsen was up there saying we were winning, and there was 14 minutes left in the fourth already, okay? Mm-hmm. I think we got kind of complacent, and we started trying to do that old, hey, I want you to get this screen right. Because obviously yeah. with the screen, it does two things. It, it allows you to take pressure, you know, the defensive ends when they're coming at you. We all know what it does from that end. That's the basics of the screen. Mm-hmm. But I think what Kellen was doing was it was trying to establish some chemistry with his offense. Because mm-hmm. with a screen game, you don't have these offensive linemen waiting in a passive manner, you know, in pass blocking. They're attacking. And they're attacking in an athletic manner, which they're actually positive towards doing. What we thought, Facts. right? Or, you know, has mm-hmm. been trending that direction. So what it mm-hmm. allows them to do is set up their blocks, see where their blocks are going, the back gets to see in an open space what's going on. And from that end, it was better for Zeke because, I mean, guys, we gave him a rest for a quarter and a half for a reason. It wasn't just because we were up or anything like that. We took advantage and we started trending in a certain direction trying to work. I liked what we did, man. We came out and we were firing. I even texted my brother. Um, you know, when we kicked that field goal, I was going, don't like this. <laughs> As you could ask him, I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. And it's not, it's not because it's not because – I'm trying to be Mr. Ah, let's go to the end zone. No, I'm like, okay, I don't like this because it's fourth and five. We do this. This is, this is, let's this go. Is what this is what we do. This is what five. we do, man. Let's go. We don't put it on Greg the leg. And then it looked like we kind of found our identity a little bit more because we went forward on fourth a few times and we started kind of going. We started getting in rhythm. Hey, and everybody, that's what happens. You want to know, if you want to see if this offense is in rhythm, look at Michael Gallup and see if, how many catches he's making and where he's making them. Because the primary DBs, they're going to get used by Amari and by CD. They're that good. They're going to get used. Wow. And that third DB cannot keep up with Mike. And if he's getting Mike those toe drag swags on the sideline, I mean, then we know where this offense is going. And it just kind of sputtered for a second because I really think 
Look, my wife's a coach, so I'm a little different with this, and I know how she is. She could be up by 11 runs on somebody, but if she wants that fucking third batter to get that bunt down and get somebody over on second, you're going to get that shit down. She'll sacrifice an out, even an at-bat for that shit. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Andres, we'll give us your ugly of the game, man. Uh, well, my ugly, I, I mean, y'all pretty much already covered it. it. was the offense, the play calling. It was ugly. Uh, thank God for our defense basically just winning the game for us. The good, you can you, 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 you pretty much point to almost anything on, on the defense. You want Gregory. You want Diggs. You want Lawrence. You want Micah. They That's pretty much easy, all did their baby. job. Uh, but to branch off into what Tuck was saying and what Mark was saying, I was going to read this later on, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll just go ahead and just uh, say it now. I saw on Twitter a uh, friend of the pod, Stephen Johnson, he tweeted out something that I liked a lot. I'm just going to read it real quick. Mm-hmm. As fans, we are so used to being carried by the offense, we aren't used to the D winning games. If the game was 37 to 30 and the offense carried the load, I think some folks would be happier than they currently are. And I just don't get that. Road wins are always good. That's, and when I, I read that, that, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, yesterday I was happy, of course. I mean, you can ask my two uh, Washington buddies. I Snapchatted them and I was pretty obnoxious. But they were talking that shit. <laughs> they talk shit back. Anyway, I saw this tweet, man, and I really, I read it, dude. I was like, dude, yes. Like, exactly. Like, for so many years, we were begging to have a defense that matched the offense. Now we got that defense, and we're still – and I get the offense is sputtering. I do think they're going to pick it up. But now, instead of, you know, kind of rejoicing in the win, we're like, oh, this this sucks, and that sucks. Hey, guys, we got a defense, man. We got probably the best defense in football, if not top three. And, what's going on but, with this team right what, now? You can put it solely on Dak a lot of what's going on, man. Right. But what you but what, <laughs> what fans have to understand is that's not the standard that we're holding this team to. Because what right. you, because if you play any team with a pulse besides Tyler Heineke and Kyle Allen, more than likely we lose that game yesterday. If that was the Chargers or let's say the Bengals, we lose that game. It took a Hercules type effort from our defense to beat the Washington football team. So when you have your defense playing lights out, and thankfully we're lucky that we're getting that type of response from them, you get what we got in Kansas City when your defense did everything you can ask from our defense, but your offense can't even get in the end zone. The fact of the matter that our offense and defense touched the end zone the same amount of times yesterday, that is concern. And so as Cowboys fans, we can't continue to turn a blind eye. We turned a blind eye in November. We kind of turned a blind eye. I did personally versus the Saints because the Saints is a good defense. But how long can we continue to turn a blind eye to knowing this offense isn't to the standard that we saw in the first six weeks? That is concern going into the playoffs because you can't beat a Arizona scoring one touchdown. You can't beat a, the Rams. You can't beat the Packers. You can't beat t- any team that has a decent quarterback or with the pulse. We lose that game yesterday. I know, but but why is it for concern? Because, I, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, the defense did a great job, but I don't think it was a Herculean effort. I think it was a basic effort. They kicked their ass. I mean, dude, Tyler Heineke could barely even get back in his but that But that was Tyler Heineke. But think about this, y'all. We all sat any, there and watched that game. Any quarterback can't get back in his drop on that, Tuck. That don't, I don't give a damn who's the, dropping back. <laughs> I, 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 like I said, but it took that type of effort for our defense to score, for Randy Gregory to get the strip fumble, for Micah Park. Like, it took that no, type we of effort to beat the Washington. We because think about it. If you sit back and watch that game, and it's not really about the points and the show and the fireworks, the mm-hmm. inability to close out a game. When we were up in the fourth quarter just to get out of that game with the win – we haven't shown that ability in such a long time where if you leave time and mm-hmm. possessions on the clock versus Aaron Rodgers, that could be costly. The, the fact that we had to sit up in our chair, because I don't care how confident Cowboys fans want to pretend they are today, everybody got a little bit nervous when they struck and came back. I personally did. I had my video already pre-recorded. I had to delete it and re-record a whole new one. That's the problem, though, Tuck, because that's the yes. way the Cowboys felt as well. That was the problem, though. It got complacent. It got to be a boring game from the third quarter into the fourth. I think we got kind of complacent with it. And the biggest problem we had is Dak is making some bad reads, guys. Right. Some it's really bad reads. Yeah. Yes. Exactly and, but the right. thing about it is he wasn't doing that early in the season. So for me to be doom and gloom and worry, I'm sitting here going, I mean, I'm the guy who actually thinks like, I mean, for me to really be worried about that, I'm going to have to take an inventory and think this. Okay, so what worries me? 
did Dak regress? No, I really don't think that. Is Dak hurt? I mean, by my standpoint, I don't think so. I really don't think so. Now, so what's left? I, I think he'll well, get it. I'm not that worried, to be honest with you guys. Well, I, I two think, wins in a row. I think the reason why you should be worried, because I don't think it's a quick switch like we all thought. I thought it was a quick switch, too. I thought as soon as Michael Gallup comes back, everything's good. But the run game is lethargic. There's no continuity with the offense. I mean, we, we mentioned it earlier. But tough. Like, but tough. If the switch isn't quick enough, we showed last night that that defense got your back for a quarter or two and possibly the fucking switch and you'll be possibly. okay. Possibly. Play, what playing, I saw yesterday, barring injury, that's the best D in the NFL, in my opinion. Playing, playing bad versus bad teams, that doesn't qualify as a playoff contender, Super Bowl contender. We were able to pull that off versus the Saints and versus bad, the football man. team. We couldn't even get we couldn't get away with that playing that bad versus the Raiders. We couldn't do it versus the Chiefs. We couldn't do it versus the, the Raiders, Patriots. We didn't have that personnel, man. Defensively? No, offensively. I'm talking. We played great defensively. I'm talking about offensively. We're talking about offense right now. That's so what I'm saying. But offense, but right? if you look at but you look at when we the way that we play versus teams that actually have some decent talent. Mm-hmm. It's a lot different than versus teams that shouldn't. Like we, so, you, we really, so you're going with the play down to your opponent. Uh, yeah, exactly. Argument. I feel like we play down to our opponent a lot. But we do that, and we still that win by facts. ten. But we huh? do that, and we still win by ten, though. So that's why. It, I mean, it, I mean, we have like yesterday. Okay, yesterday when it went twenty twenty seven, and I started mm-hmm. getting my asshole puckered up. The thing that made me feel good is knowing that when this team sat down and we started needing to to, to move the ball, we were we were able to. We did. Mm-hmm. That made me feel great there in the fourth quarter. We were able to take control and not fall apart. That made me feel awesome. So well, let, let me ask you guys this. Uh, we are all in agreement that the offense was the ugly of the week. And right. uh, what what do we need to do moving forward to change it? Is it as simple as Dak needs to make better reads? Do we need to change things? Kellen Moore need to make changes? Is it a matter of, you know, getting continuity with the offensive line? What needs to happen for this offense to get it back how they were in the beginning of the year? I personally think it's a mixture of everything you said, Dylan, which lets me to believe it's not a quick switch. Like I, I, I yep. believe it was like without this running game, not being a threat, teams are able just to drop back in soft coverage. What they're doing is they're showing blitz. They're dropping back, making Dak force to read out of the blitz real quick and trying to keep everything in front underneath because there's no respect to the run game. If you're a defensive coordinator, you're looking at this mm. always often saying, all right, well, let's see if Tony Pollard and Zeke can rush for 150 yards and three touchdowns down our throat. And if they do it, I'll take it. But they don't trust that Kellen Moore can even commit to the run game enough to do that. If it's ever going to happen, it has to be a pop from Tony Pollard or maybe an effort from Zeke. But we haven't really shown that consistency with the run game since week two versus the Chargers. But in my I opinion, mean, that the was... run game is secondary to the passing game in this offense, man. That's my opinion. Exactly. It, it, it is, which it forces them to kind of to play different and scheme different. I mean, Kansas City went through the same situation when they were kind of in their slump, and Eric Bieniemy had to figure out, you got to kind of slow play things, but you have to get the run game involved, because if not, it doesn't bring the safeties up. And throughout Dak's history, you've always had that concern about 21 in the backfield. We have yeah. to get there where you have to actually still play that and utilize it. Because not only are we losing, you know, Zeke by being hurt and Tony Pollard by being hurt, well, Dak is no longer a threat in the run game as well. And so it's like it's a different mm-hmm. type of offensive look when you look yeah. at things in the full scope. Now, I will tell yeah. you, the thing that worries me the most is Zeke's health. health right. Mm-hmm. right. Well, I mean, Dylan, to answer your question, man, that, that definitely brings me to my wrong, fella. Uh, you know, I thought we would see Kellen Moore's offense get back on track like like we just discussed. But mm-hmm. it looked pedestrian and vanilla to me, man, the play calling, mm-hmm. of course. And mm-hmm. one thing that I did tweet is um, yesterday was we're second most in the league on three and outs. Second mm-hmm. most in the league on three and outs. That mm-hmm. means we're, we're, we're bottom of the barrel, basically. Like, mm-hmm. like so it's, 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 this offense is struggling and it's a big deal. And heading into the playoffs, dog, that's mm-hmm. no fucking bueno, man. It, it, I mean, I agree. We can't continue to defense on the field as, as much as we're putting them on the field, man. Right. And I'm loving the defense. And that, and when we get to our good and, and we get to a question, we're going to give them all the praise in the world. Right. But right. But right now, I think eventually it's one of those things where man, it always does. It's just like when everybody got upset because we were having to play practice squad guys and, mm-hmm. And, and and guys like Noah Brown who couldn't get loose, and all of a sudden they're like, "Well, what's happening? We suck." Well, no, guys, you got guys out there that can't create separation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the shit catches up to you. Right. So I think eventually 
this will catch up to us, man. And one of the biggest things that's wrong with this offense right now are the three and outs, in my opinion, and mm-hmm. we can't convert them. And if you can't convert in the league, in this NFL, dog, you, you're not winning games, man. Right. You, you want to well, convert on like third down. You, you want to convert on third down. Yo, all you got to do is stop calling screenplays on third long. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I, I honestly think he was doing that too, Dylan, because he we, we what do we talk about with Steve that last time? A lot of what Zeke takes punishment on is pass pro. So mm-hmm. I really think we were we were just trying to accommodate. We, we went up. We started getting complacent. We said, we want to work on this. Let Zeke. We even took Zeke out. I mean, honestly, guys, you know, I even I was even texting texting Alan there with like you know six minutes left. Good of this game is text is taking Zeke out and resting him. Ah, shit, get him the fuck back in. Right. Their hands yeah, got was, shaky. As soon as their hands got shaky in the fourth quarter, they're like, Zeke, you got to go back in there. Let's get the hell out of here. Zeke, you got to go know, back and, in. And, and, you know, yeah. I, I and did I was I satisfied with the offense? There's no way. No. Um, but I think that, that that we all got we all got full on a lot of big plays in the run game and the pass game. And we're yep. all sitting here going like, when is that going to happen? Or when is this going to happen? And then when in, in that crucial time when you need to start developing how to move the ball, well, we had a lot of weapons go out and now it's coming in. And was I happy with the performance? I kind of, I, I was, man. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be as detrimental to it. Was I happy with the offense? Eh, not as much, but yeah. So, I mean, I'll get you on that one, so. So let's, so let's say for conversation's sake, we go into Sunday, right? And we know that we are clearly a better team than the New York Giants. And yeah. we squeak a last-minute field goal, and we beat the Giants 38-35. We're supposed to say, well, we got out of there with the win. That's good enough? Honestly, honestly, Tuck, at this point, and uh, I, I'm not going to sit here. I'm going to be pissed off after a win? No, I can't. <laughs> I yeah. say you never because apologize we're 10 and for four. winning, man. Yeah. You, uh, never apologize you absolutely do. Shit happens, man. You absolutely do, though. I, I, I would, I would definitely feel some type as of bad way. wins. There are bad <laughs> wins. There are bad wins. There are bad wins, but in the end, they're wins. Like so, for me, it depends. Like it depends, dog. It depends. It depends. You call out the score, but we don't see any variables. Let's say the defense completely shits the bed, and this team starts starts just running up and down on the field on the defense, skewed by one or two things. But the offense finds its rhythm and just looks like that killer offense at the beginning of the mm-hmm. season. I'm good because I know, I, I, dude. Look, I'm the kind of guy who says this: if you can do it once. And barring a health issue, I'll see it again. I know I will. We did it for seven weeks. <laughs> I know, At I this point, it's about stacking them right W's, now. man. If but, I don't but, have, but stack, if I, if the, I don't have the any W's, injuries, I'm good. But, here, but here's the thing that a Cowboys fans have to really kind of understand is we yeah. haven't shown this offensive explosiveness consistency that a lot of people think that we have. Even though early on in the season we had the big spike versus the Bucks, right? That was the exciting game, all the fireworks. The Chargers yeah. game was and. Eagles was the Eagles. The Panthers, we struggled the whole first half, and then we exploded. The Giants were the Giants, and then we had the Patriots game. Since then, there isn't that level of consistency, even going back to last year as well. Like, instead of, like, Kansas City comparing contrast, right? Kansas City, I knew Kansas City could turn it back on because they've been offensively elite and consistent for the past two years. And so what we have to think is – But they haven't has, had the offensive line to maintain that. How would you be so certain with that? I mean, because our offensive line – Super Bowl, bro. Because we've been playing – we've been playing musical chairs with our offensive line too as well. I have more faith in our offense this season than I did in Kansas City's. So you think that our offense this season is better than Kansas City? Yes. Moving forward. Yes. Yes. And based on based on what? But the potential of it, the potential of it, and what we did early in the season. Do you the so first, the first fan the, it, Okay, so hold on. So if we went to the Giants and blasted them, if we went to the Giants and blasted them, and then the following game we won by three, how would you feel then? So we like blow the Giants. Style right? points or what? Style points? Is that style no, points? No, no, it's see just... for me it's not even about the style points. It's about the ability to close games. And that's I'm about my, getting to the playoffs with wins and performing in when we get there. That's what I'm about. But, mm-hmm. but how can you do that without showing any consistency? You want to be trending upwards. Consistency is winning playoffs. to me. Like what I said right there. What if the offense just comes out and fucking gang? You know, they get back to what they did before, but then the defense falters. Are you going to sit there and go, shit, this isn't what I thought it was last week? Yeah, no, absolutely. A lot, of, a lot of Cowboys fans would have been thinking differently. You would say that? No, I'm saying I'm saying a lot of the defense you thought. I'm saying a lot of Cowboys fans would have been looking at this game differently if it was the defense, right? If the defense had given up 40 points this game, but we we Uh still squeak back with a win, they'd be saying, "Oh, Uh Anthony Brown got to go." 
LVE this. But the offense is always <laughs> protected with Cowboys fans because we're so accustomed to giving them all the praises. They haven't played well since the, week The offense has six. proven to me what they are, though. That's why I went into yesterday understanding what we were getting back on the defense. And I exactly like I said before, did I want to see more of the offense? Yeah. But do, am I sitting here pissed off and not celebrating a victory Monday? No. Well, okay, to answer Chuck's question, if, if we continue to struggle and, like, we do have a bad offensive performance against the Giants, I will definitely feel some type of way because right. <laughs> because uh, I understand getting the wins is what's important, but it, our, our sights are set higher than getting some uh, regular season wins. We, it's bigger we have than to, the NFC East. Exactly. Right, we, we have, yeah, to, yeah, but we have I, to go toe-to-toe with offenses like the Bucks and the Packers and them. And, and if we're going in there slumping like we are and we keep making these mental mistakes and, you know, not reading the field, right and we keep having all these uh airs with Kellen Moore and all that I'm gonna feel some type of way exactly I, I want you're, us to you're get right, right and, going and, into the playoffs and the way and the way I'll feel is I need to go in and analyze what's going on I'm not gonna sit there and go shit that's not what I thought it was right, uh, right. to be optimistic I, th- I think they will definitely get it right starting this week so <laughs> I think okay it, well, it'll be a moot point like I said yeah, we yeah. got two slump busters in our way these next two weeks but if it's not figured out by then y'all I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, so. I get it. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, speaking of being optimistic, man, optimistically, we're thinking this defense is the shit. Am I correct, everybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. Not if they're healthy and at their best. You could, de- like Mark said, you could definitely make a case that they will be the best defense in the league moving forward. That that three-headed monster they got going. In. It's nice. Right. Well, let's jump to the good then, because I think – I think uh, consensusly everybody's gonna say the the defense was good, man. But let me let me give you some some stats real quick, man. The Cowboys held Washington to 29 yards on 26 plays in the first half, zero for six on third down, minus seven net yards in the passing game. Heineke was two for 12 for 19, sacked twice, 26, one strip sack return for the Cowboys for a Cowboys touchdown also an interception and a slew of, uh, and a slew of almost uh I don't know how many three four interceptions whooping that trick you feel me so the, <laughs> the Cowboys hey the Cowboys played 68 defensive snaps yesterday the Daytona package you heard it here first on on talking boys with the boys the Daytona package is what we're calling them man hey Michael go. Parsons 54 snaps Demarcus Lawrence 47 snaps Randy Gregory 31 snaps Neville Gallimore 30 snaps Total from those four dogs, seven quarterback hits, four tackles for loss, two forced fumbles, and one interception. Them boys was getting it. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be on a pitch count anymore. He's going to be full go starting after this week. So good luck to them, man. Now that I know that I think that would be everybody's good, man, and I know we can go player for player, I got a question, man. But mm-hmm. before I hit this question, man, I want you to think on this. Is this defense now the strong point of this team? And do we have the best pass rush in the league? But before y'all answer that, man, segment. It's called the off-top rant of the day. Dylan, facts, dog. Oh my god! All right, so <laughs> I want you, I want you guys to just sit back and bear with me, cause I, it's the first one. I gotta set the tone, and I really gotta paint go. this picture. Let's go. So, all right, so. Four games into the season, ask if we were ready to admit that Micah Parsons is better than Chase Young. Aside from the usual delusional clown, this is why nobody likes Cowboys fans. I had a bunch of people telling me to pump the brakes is too soon to compare them. But the thing is, fans are under no obligation to wait for to comprehend which is as obvious then as it is now. You were just on opinion, and that's a you problem. But right. fast forward to now, maybe some of them will come around. You never know. I made it. I made a little offhand comment, just just a tiny one. I said, "Chase Young, you mean Dollar Store Micah?" <laughs> but but hey, I, I, thought, I thought it was common knowledge, but, but I guess not. It ruffled a few feathers, to say the least. So, all we got people quote tweeting me. You, you you heard that right? Yeah, I had people quote tweeting me, telling me I'm lucky that my comments are off because they were gonna light me up. And, <laughs> and man, it is truly a tragedy. They had no other way of responding to me because I am sure they had some compelling arguments. Of course, you know me. <laughs> I, I I commented back to every one of them. Surprise! Most of them didn't even respond. One of them just said. One of them just told me they're both good. He didn't even decide. I wonder why. And only one of them tried to engage. Unfortunately, he ended up blocking me after he said stats aren't everything. <laughs> and um, 
that's probably because Micah has more sacks, hits, hurries, tackles, tackles for loss than Chase in nine less games. Nine. While being a yeah. part-time <laughs> pass rusher. For example, he had two sacks and five pressures and only 17 pass rushing snaps against Washington. Micah also has the highest pressure rate in the entire NFL, higher than Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, and most certainly Chase Young. Three times. In fact, no wonder he said stats on everything. He didn't even let me get to my 88 other reasons why Mike is better. How rude of him. But, but look, I, I, I had another tweet recently. I'll read it to you. I said Micah Parsons, a rookie, is legitimately in the conversation for better than the entire NFL. Y'all understand how insane that is. It was, again, flooded by people calling me delusional, asking if I've ever heard of so-and-so. A Giants fan told me this is fans, but hold up. Who the hell likes Giants fans? Right. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. But, but anyway, yeah. this, this is the bullshit we got to deal with. Mike has been the best linebacker in the NFL, the best pass rusher in the NFL. He's a lock for defensive rookie of the year, and he might even win defensive player of the year. But I'm crazy yeah. for pointing out he's one of the best defenders in the league. But shit, I, I can take it further if you want to. If we're being – Strap us all to a lie detector. He is the best. It is what it is. Forget change. Here on Talking Boys with the Boys, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. We've been comparing them to Lawrence Taylor for weeks now. So when they put up that Parsons Lawrence Taylor graphic during the game, I was walking around like I was pot. It's poetic justice that Washington fans had to watch Mike get two sacks and one force fumble against their team and listen to the broadcast rave over how impactful and hear how they think he's been here. Poetic justice. So what are we even doing here, guys? Mike is clearly the best defensive end, better than better defensive end than Chase. And he's the record in the NFL. Like mm-hmm. John Cena told Roman Reigns, you should be ashamed that Mike is a part-timer because he can do this part-time better than Chase could ever do it full-time. <laughs> Yes, dude. Oh man! Clap it up for my guy. Hey, that was nice. That was nice. Nice, nice. Yeah, man. Look to answer the question: Is 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 the defense the strong point of the team? One thousand percent. And that's so crazy to say when an offense has Dak and Zeke and blah blah blah, Lamb and Cooper. Are they are they are one thousand percent the strong point? Are they the best defense in the league? Quite possibly, bro. Quite possibly. If Whoa. you don't think they are, that's fine. I'll listen to any debate, any argument. But, I mean, you better come with it because this we're defense. Not the Bills. And the thing is, is like, <laughs> I knew we were going to look good with Gregory and Lawrence back. I, I'll admit, I didn't realize we were going to look this good, dude. You got you got Gregory coming off one end. You got Lawrence mm-hmm. off the end. You got Micah doing whatever he wants, coming yeah. up the middle, around the side. He's dropping back thirty yards in pass coverage. You got Diggs making McLaurin look like Mister Invisible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like this is game, man. Jaron Curse, right? Curse is playing lights out. Yes. Barring a circus cast, catch by Sims and a pick six that we could credit. That's what that. I'm saying. I mean, that defense didn't give up That's that many points. Yeah. Hey, but we can all agree the one little uh, dark spot on that defense that makes you like, come on, man, what the fuck was that? Uh-huh. Anthony Brown. Anthony no. Brown, man. <laughs> Anthony Brown he still right makes now, us shake man. our heads, man. I, I, th- I think he lost the ball in the sun when he just. But you, you still got to oh catch my that. God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let right. me get my good real quick. I, I just got a question for y'all. Did Scary uh, Terry play this week? Was he active? I don't think he's on vacation on Diggs Island, man. Got yeah. a team. Man. He went to witness protection, man. That, that's I odd because really I vividly remember Washington fans calling Trayvon his son because of a blown coverage from last year. Are, are y'all sure he played? <laughs> uh, I can't remember him being out there. and that, that, That's just weird to me, but it is what it is. You know, what do we talk about, Dylan? We always said that Trayvon had trouble with short – I mean, with small, quick, shifty receivers, right? I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think we can really say that that much anymore. So. He's definitely up this game even from the beginning of the season till now. Mm-hmm. The audacity, the audacity <laughs> of Heineke trying to take a trip to Gregory Island, dog. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> y'all didn't know he was locked down? What the hell's wrong with y'all? I didn't know Randy was locked down? Ew, let's go, let's go. The athleticism yeah, on that play, man, which is insane. Yeah. But, yeah, Tuck, answer the question, man. Is this defense now the strong point of the, of the team, and do we have the best pass rush in the league? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, you know, I said this in one of the Twitter spaces on Friday that everyone kind of looked at me side-eye when I said it, but this defense has been saving this offense's ass for a long time, like a lot of times this season. So, you know, you've got to be excited about what you see from this defense because, as you guys mentioned, we're getting players back. And I think it's just, a you know, a hats off to Dan Quinn because he was able to adjust. You know, last year, other coaching staffs, they wouldn't have had the, the nut sacks who say, you know what? Our two defensive ends are out. We're going to move our middle linebacker who we drafted in the first round to defensive end. Like, But for Dan Quinn to be a visionary, man, it, it says a lot because even though Micah is a weapon of mass destruction, like mm-hmm. Dan Quinn knows how to utilize the device. Like he has the code how to press the buttons. And I don't think a lot of, you know, Cowboys coaches prior to this would have had the buttons to be able to push it. So, you know, I like what I see from his defense. Getting Gregory back, Demarcus Lawrence. I'm a huge Tristan Hill fan. Neville Gallimore, um, Gallimore monster. Ah, the Canadian. Yeah, That's my yeah, guy. Yeah, everyone playing fast. I mean, even by you know having some of the guys back, LVE played a lot better. Um, you know, Diggs the secondary. So you got to be excited because unlike the other side of the ball, you know, you see a side trending upward in the right direction, getting ready for playoffs. So you know, I still mm-hmm. believe in this team. You got to be excited, but. Maybe we're going to get things done not the way a lot of us expected. And maybe I kind of spoke this into existence, you know, being a jackass earlier this season. But I feel like the Cowboys are never in sync, never going to have both of the same things in sync. And I was like, watch the defense be lights out and our offense starts to struggle. And you're kind of seeing that. So hopefully they can get back on the same page where both of them are in sync. Because I think that's when it's really going to be scary. But as a Cowboys fan, the defense, it gets me excited because I love everything I'm seeing Thanks. from them. They're flying yeah. around the well, ball, you know, the, tenacity, hey. the swagger, everything is there. So, what did 50 say? Fast car, NASCAR. Right. <laughs> One, hey, 120 on the dashboard. <laughs> right. Hey, man. Well, I mean, the great, the great to me was, um, was demonstrating something we haven't even talked about. Dorrance Armstrong. Um, right. He had six tackles, which time for the team high there. I mean, that demonstrates the depth of this defensive line. I mean, you got right. those other killers out there, and then you can't forget about Zorance. Oh, and that scoop and score, that would, that would he became the 16th player to score a touchdown this year for the Cowboys. Ooh. That's tying a franchise record to five of the seasons. And that, that's honestly why it goes back to me not being too, too worried today, guys. I mean, we're finding different ways to score, guys. And like I said, if Sims didn't, didn't catch that ridiculous catch over, over Trayvon, which, hey, give it to him. And if Dak doesn't throw that pick six, we're over here sitting on roses right now. We have 27 takeaways. That's the most through week 13 since 1999. I remember when we used to get seven takeaways. (laughs) The whole year. (laughs) True, man. You're lying, man. Hey, if our our offense gets it together how they were in the beginning of the year and they come to play with this defense, are we the best team in the league? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think – and that's the standard, Dylan, I'm trying to hold this team by. (laughs) You know, so, like, that's what we're waiting to see is, like, okay, because we were all saying, you know, preseason, if the defense can just meet us halfway. Well, damn it, the defense is waiting at the top. And office, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're yeah. staying, you know, staying like, fact, in the office, nah. like, bro, y'all that's hurry up fact. and come up here. And so that's what we're but waiting you know, for is for them to be in sync. And I feel like it can happen. And I've been, and I said this, like, you can even give me a 2016 boring ass Jason Garrett type offense with this defense, and we're set. But putting up seven yeah, points and get like, name. right, right, right. But like, if you're able to get that, control the clock, move the chains, run the ball efficiently, score in the red zone. With this defense, this team is spooky. We don't have to be throw the ball 50 times, 40 burgers every game with this defense. Like, so you see, and, and from my end, Tuck, I, I agree with you. And that's why I say, I mean, shit, I remember when the Ravens won the Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer, bro. Right, right. And, you know, I mean, I'm looking at this defense. And I'm like, there's Ray Lewis. He's wearing an 11. Right. Okay. We might not have Ed Reed back there, but we got Trayvon Diggs. And I got right. JK back there. Oh, and this defensive line? I'd go right. toe for toe with that Ravens defensive line player for player. So for right. me, that's why I'm sitting here going, shit, give me a month. If we're still doing this on offense, and but we're winning games, then I might get a little worried. 
be honest with you. The sad yeah. thing is but, we but don't like have said, a Jamal Lewis back there running the ball anymore. Now, 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 let's, now let's say our offense <laughs> plays like complete trash versus the Cardinals and our defense holds us down, we win that game. Then all ease up, like all right, this is just our winning formula. But until I see it versus, yeah. a, you know, what I'm saying like a, a a team of any, you know, substance, then it's kind of like all right. But I feel like Dak and them are going to get on track. But there's a lot that has to be included in order for that to start to happen. Because for Dak and Coop to be all out of sync, that's you know, what I'm saying that's uncommon. That's something new. Like mm-hmm. for him and Gallup and and, and C to be out of sync, that's something new. So you're seeing new concerns. With the yeah, but unless office. Dak had a stroke, I don't think it's a problem, right? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Doug, I mean, I'm sitting here going, so now it's a problem? I mean, Doug, we went where, where Amari was absent in games, and not last year, the year before that, when we needed to depend on him, and he wasn't hurt. We had issues with that. Now, maybe Dak wasn't who he is today, and I think that's what's going on. We accept, early in the season, I was calling him MVP. I got right. it. I right. understand. So it's the standard that I'm trying to hold him to, but at the same time, it's just a different standpoint. I guess I'm a little more biased because I'm a defensive guy, man. So me for too. me, when I see everything come together like I did last night, and I'm mm-hmm. looking at the, the quarterback who barely even got into his drop, much less able to climb the pocket, I'm going, uh, I mean, if Sims doesn't get that catch, like I said, and Dak doesn't pull his thumb out of his ass and not progress from the back end to the front end, because that's what he messed up with. He was looking at the deep ball, and he wasn't mm-hmm. watching the linebacker come across the middle. It's a rookie mistake. I don't think he'll make it again, to be honest with you. That's why I didn't worry about it. It's a progression issue. He watched from the deep to the shallow, and he should have been watching from the shallow to the deep. That's what right. happened there. And he yeah. threw it across the middle. So to me, rookie mistake. So, so right, what about that, the, fir- what about the first What about the first pick, though? That yeah, first pick is him though. trying to press. And, yeah. And <laughs> was, there was also another one. There was also throw. another one the first series that hit Washington right in the hands. The guy just dropped it. But that was, but that like was when said, CD didn't take... uh, he 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 didn't like finish the route, wasn't that the one? Right, and so yeah, you're yeah, see yeah. you're seeing these things where because so like that Blake Jarvis' fault, not Dax, bro. But but, but I'm CD's saying this injured. Shit, but, but he had a concussion. He might not remember where the fucking route went. But that but that's what I'm saying. You're seeing <laughs> you're seeing these miscommunications and lapses and different things with this offense. But I our, don't our think court. that it's something we have to worry about though, Tuck. I don't think it's something that I'm going sitting here going shit, CD. God damn, man! If you don't do that, that's the Super Bowl. No, I'm like, he'll get it in practice this week. He's good. But the practice has changed, though, man. I'm I'm trying to tell you. So like 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 I said, it's like it's like going to the doctor and something's wrong with me. Like my chest has been hurting for the last five weeks. And the doctor looks at me and says, "Tuck, you alive, ain't you? Be happy." Yeah, but you're alive. I I know no, my I body. I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's it's what it's like, like right now. It's like, like that. I mean, we can clearly. If they, we if can, they, if they you need lost, a second opinion, like Tuck. I'd be like, they're alive. <laughs> yeah, you need a second <laughs> opinion. Yeah. Well, honestly, Tuck, hey, honestly, Tuck hey, you only have to go to the doctor. Just come to me, bro. I got you. Got, got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. <laughs> Bet, bro. Yeah. But like, yeah, I can clearly look at this team and see some some ain't right. And you you and I get it. Sometimes the fandom kind hey, of I'm blinds that. I'm just busting your balls for 45 minutes, Tuck. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good, man. But like I said, like, offensively, yeah. offensively, it's just not, it doesn't right, it's not right. Like, and like I said, I personally, I turned a blind eye, I turned it like even last week versus the Saints. I was like, oh, we're fine, you know, we're gonna figure out. Coop been out all week, we'll figure out. And then it's just like, all right, bro, what, 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 what is, what am I watching? Oh, like, I definitely turned a blind it? eye towards the Saints because Coop was running down the field once. I mean, Coop right. barely even, you right. know, I, I didn't worry about it that much with that. And then this game, I saw the rhythm. I saw that music in the second quarter. I saw it. I hadn't seen it in a while, but I saw, I saw Gallup eating. I saw Coop get his. I saw CD come in with a little bit of trickery. I even saw him hand it off to CD a few times. That's why I'm sitting here going, it's not regressed. Mm-hmm. It's trending by half a point, by half a tick, but it is trending mm-hmm. up, in my opinion. So well, we can all we can all agree to struggling and that rhythm is key, and right. that hey man, let's get this Jekyll and Hyde offense, you know, uh, training right. the right way, man. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I get. I put it, it this way: if the defense was playing like the offense right now, with a full set and a full set of players on coupling their players, I'd be way more scared, guys. Because the offense is more protected than the defense, like I said, because the defense doesn't get any bad. Yeah, because defense like, wins championships, bro. <laughs> but, 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 but I'm saying, like, the defense had one bad game, and it really wasn't a bad game versus the Raiders. It's just all a bunch of flags, right? Cowboys fans were so all oh, the defense sucks. Anthony Brown has to go. But the Not offense can be out of Not sync for weeks. And it's just like, ah, you know, it's all right. You know, like, yeah, I got it. I got it. You know. Maybe maybe because I'm a defensive guy, and I was like, "All right, man, why why doesn't the defense get the same sympathy as the offense been getting for pretty much being no shows?" Because 
that's where because all people our... don't understand what they were looking at and what their players are. This is the first time that the line has been together all season. So right. for me, I don't, you know, I mean, right. shit, anybody that would say that, you'd be like, Doug, okay, so you expect Dorrance Armstrong to be Randy? Right. <laughs> exactly. And that's what exactly. I was saying. Like, <laughs> it was the same on offense, too, man, for those weeks. I was like, y'all expect, y'all expect Noah Brown to run routes. Right. Like, I mean, like yeah, Noah Brown. Right. Noah Brown's over there trying to, trying so to, we set our, so one DB space, you know? Yeah. Everybody's expectation is high as fuck at the end of the day. So and, mm-hmm. and 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 that's that's what we can all agree on, dog. All five of us on here are saying, "Hey, this is what we expect and this is what we want." So yeah, man. I think I think um, at the end of the day, man, we just we we just, like I said, we just gotta we just gotta hope that that this uh, struggling ends and that we we this offense finds its rhythm, man. At the end of the day, man. So does but, anybody yeah. think it's yeah. the calf? Because I don't think it's the calf. I don't think that's don't. the reason why. But Mark, you said you said he, he should be healthy by now, right? Well, when I looked at it, yeah. I mean, and, and and but not just that. I'm I'm looking at him. I'm looking at his mechanics. I'm looking at him in game. That's why I say it. I'm not making an assumption based on it. I don't. I really don't think it's the calf at all. And I mean, I'm I'm watching him throw the ball. I'm seeing what he's doing. I I, I see Dak. I see him throwing it with velocity. I see him throwing it when he has to through windows that he sh- that he should be throwing it. I mean, to me, it's decision making, man. I mean, that it's upstairs. He, he over. He doesn't I mean, throw yeah, that last like pick said, if he doesn't pump fake it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you're Something's right. Something's happening that, upstairs, but at the same man. time, he, he doesn't throw mm-hmm. that last pick if he makes the right read, too. If he's reading it like he should, he sees that linebacker coming across. I mean, you saw how he missed him. It, it, he got in line with with uh, with the blocker there. He didn't see where he was. If he's making the right read, that he doesn't even throw that, and he'll maybe eat it. You know. I got you. All right, man. Well, shit. Let's move on to week 15 versus New York, man. I, what I want you guys to do is give me your key matchups. And- right, I'll just knock them all out real quick. Uh, last last time we saw uh, Trayvon Diggs versus Kadarius Tony, I had Giants fans all up in my mentions posting videos of, you know, Kadarius Tony getting open on plays where they didn't throw it to him. So I need Trayvon Diggs, this version of Trayvon Diggs, to come in and shut this man down like we know he can. And other than yeah, that, himself, he, he just he's tested out. positive yeah, he's for out, COVID. He's, he's, yeah, he's- oh, he's out with yeah. He's out with COVID, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Shut well, good down. job, Trayvon. There's one. <laughs> 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 All right. So, yeah. Randy, Randy Gregory versus Andrew Thomas is my second one. Yeah, Andrew Thomas is their guy, their best offensive lineman. <laughs> and uh, I got Randy Gregory, who I think would be our third defensive player in, in the defensive player of the year conversation if he didn't get hurt. So, I'm going to take our matchup. And then the third one, I got Amari Cooper versus James Bradbury. They're high on James Bradbury. Last time I saw him, he was getting that touchdown caught on by C.D. Lamb. But that's neither here nor there. That's either here nor there. <laughs> I'm taking our guys, man. Yeah, man. So um, one of the matchups that I'm looking at is is I see they, really, they have a really good secondary over there. I mean, if, I would be willing to say that's the, the strength of their team, you know, with the Giants, is the secondary. And they have, let me see, they have uh, James Bradbury, like I said, well, he's going on a COVID with Dory Jackson. And Darnay Holmes, their slot corner. That, you know, well, I didn't know that old boy was out with COVID. But at the same time, I was looking on Darnay Holmes versus Michael Gallup. I mean, Michael Gallup eats slot corners for lunch, man. I mean, I'm looking at this guy's measurables. I'm looking at where Michael Gallup is with things. And if they try to match him up directly with Gallup, he's going to eat. And, uh, I mean, that's we'll, we'll see this offense go as Michael Gallup goes with that in that game. So, you know, I'm looking for a matchup with that. And then from the defensive um, line standpoint, honestly, guys, I, I firmly believe in what I said. And I'm not just trying to, you know, throw out some sort of delusional cowboy moniker by saying this is the best defense in the NFL because I'm hyped about what they just did against Washington. I'm, that's not it. I understand the strengths of Randy Gregory. I understand the strengths of D-Law. I have been watching this team for a very long time. And I scouted those guys just like everybody else did in the draft. Micah is the best linebacker in the NFL. Gallimore, did y'all see him uh, forklift that center and put him right back into the lap of the quarterback? Man, he, heard, he heard two, two okay. guys on that play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, I mean, and then we're, we're looking at J.K. on the back end. Man, this, this defense and this defensive line, I, I don't care what offensive line. And I'm not saying that because I just didn't do my homework. I, I got names here. But I don't care who's there. For the rest of the season, I don't. If this season, if this team stays healthy and this defensive line stays healthy, yep. I'm looking at what – I want to see what I saw yesterday, barring whoever the hell the quarterback is, because it doesn't matter. When they're eating your ass like that and you can't even get into your proper um, drop, oh, wow. it's not going to matter. 
You know what you say? It doesn't yeah, matter. Like it doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So I'm just looking at this defensive line, to be honest with you, man. I want them to stay healthy. I want them to continue doing what they're doing. If we can continue to bring the pressure that we can with only four down linemen, well, shit, Dan Quinn can go ahead yeah. and just, you know, become a, a, a defensive genius mad scientist back there. And the only reason they moved the ball on us a little bit there is because we went into a bend but don't break defense when we all got kind of bored, you know, if y'all didn't notice that. so Let my guy Kelvin Joseph get some snaps this week. You know we're going to be up. You know they don't have the receivers that can really, you know, take advantage of it. Let him get some reps, man. I want him down the stretch. I wish. I wish, Dylan. I do, man. I wish. But I understand <laughs> coaches the way they are. Coaches are set in their ways. They're – they, they just establish and put their foot down with certain things, and I really think they put their foot down with Anthony Brown, bro. Barring injury, barring another four, you know, pass interference game, Kelvin mm-hmm. Joseph. And then the way – I mean, dog, Jay, Lo, Jay Lou is balling. He ain't taking Jay Lou's spot. He yeah. forced a fumble. Jay Lou's over there killing. He ain't taking Jay Lou. It, it's, it's about this, man. He needs to get exposure, right? He needs to get on the field. But they're not going to stick him out there on the outside. They're just not. They're not going to put that kind of liability out there. You know, he could be better. Hey, he has got the measurables for it. The dude's got the dog for it. But guess what? In practice, these defensive coaches are seeing something that they don't like, man. They're seeing something because he's in practice. So they're looking right. at something. They're like, hey, they're like, hey, I mean, we see what Anthony's doing, but Kelvin will get fucking used doing that shit. So that, that's – I really think that's part of it. Or else we would have seen him, Dylan, because I'm right there with you. So. Hey, Tuck, I got a, I got a, I got a matchup for you, man, that I want to ask up? you about. Are you scared Brown versus Sterling Shepard and what and, and what Sterling Shepard can do? No, nah, not necessarily. I, I I trust Anthony Brown this season. I mean, I know a lot of Cowboys fans don't, but I feel like Anthony Brown is having a great season. So, you know, I feel like this game hey, we here we go again. It's a game there we should we win convincingly. It should even be close, especially with Mike Glennon at quarterback. Um, you know, what I really wanted to focus on, I personally I need our offensive line to get some continuity. Um, I mean it sounds like this Connor McGovern experiment is not over. We're going to still roll with Connor McGovern. Saw um, that. Yep. Kellen Moore mentioned that they're going to make a decision between Terrence Steele and Ty Naseki because Tyron Smith is going to be out. So, you know, that left side of the ball hasn't been great offensively. So, you know, that's what I really want to see. I just want to see our offensive line getting a rhythm because we talk about, you know, offensive struggles. I believe that's a huge piece of it. Um, so that's where my focus is going to be. Um, but honestly, like, I would like to see the run game get established in some type of, you know, some way. Uh, now, me personally, I would rest Deke and I would rest Tony Pollard this game because I feel like we should be able to beat the Giants and also Washington the following week without those two. And I feel like having them at 100% going into the dark days of, you know, December and January and February possibly is more important than having them first of the Giants. So, I think we could beat the Giants or should be able to beat the Giants with Clement and um, Edo Smith and, you know, Hardy. Ooh, you say Ooh, Edo Smith? Wait, so you would, be, you would be mad I don't know. the Giants 38-35 with Edo Smith and Clement in the backfield. I don't know about that. What do you mean? Like you said earlier, you said earlier, like you said earlier, if we if we sputter on offense, yet we, we beat the, the, the Giants 38-35, you'd be upset. I would be fucking ecstatic if Edo Smith and Corey Clement are in the backfield and we beat the Giants 38-35. But so you would be okay. So I guess there's the difference between us. But you so you would be excited. So me personally, no. Honestly, no. I feel Edo like Smith didn't even see a carry tough. But I'm but I but I said like Hardy and also Clement as well. Like it doesn't matter because you're we, gonna we, put it on blind ass Hardy? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> versus the Giants, versus the Giants, four one Giants team, absolutely. Because we have fast, we have fast uh, use the running I, I, game I mean, anyway. You're telling me that you're this worried about the offense, yet you're okay putting those two jags in the backfield, and you want to blow these guys out? I'm yeah, ab- absolutely. Because I feel like we should be able to blow out the Giants with those two at running back. We don't use our running back. With the back pace anyway. of offense we have right now, with the pace of offense we have right now, you, so you think that Zeke and Tony are that disposable? No, I feel like that the rest of this right now is more important than them playing versus the Giants because Zeke on one. So leg, you're not worried about then you're not worried about the chemistry or the rhythm of the offense if you tell me that stuff, man. Because we're not going to utilize the Tony. But, but the other thing, well, the other thing is tough. Uh, Tony Pollard has a torn plantar fasciitis, bro. That's not. Yeah. He's good to go, bro. Like I don't need to rest that. He's good to go now. If it was Zeke's rest should have been against the Saints because now we can't even afford to rest Zeke like we want. With Pollard's yeah, injury, and now and now and now we're gonna go into a game with Clement and Edo Smith. 
I can't so, do that. So y'all think that highly of the Giants that we can't beat them with with no, dog, Clement? I think that lowly of you. I think Corey Clement. What does yes. that show you that, that you're confident here? Uh, but, but because what, about the, what about the flip side though? What what uh, what has Zeke uh, shown since since what the Patriots game? He hasn't rushed for over like sixty right, yards because he's rushing ability to hit a hole. Clement, he's clearly, he's clearly mean, hurt. He did a decent job. So but, let's but, so let's but, go back. But the rest of them in the back. games anyway. Is, let's march it back. We've seen Zeke earlier in the season with the the agility, the cutting, the patience, the burst. Everything was there. You're telling Dog, me that Zeke was I'm a more productive back early in yesterday's game than Corey Clement was. You saw that, right? We had to bring him back in because Corey Clement couldn't do the job, and we were trying to rest Zeke, but we couldn't do that because of everything Zeke does. We literally had to put him back in, Tuck. Right, I think, right. I think it was more about bringing him in because, it, because it was, they had to go quench the game. And uh, I just I can't right. follow you down the alley. I can't rather, follow you down the alley of being so you, confident. So, you, so, you, so you'd rather go, back in, back you rather go into the playoffs. I mean, the playoff, that's an NFL but, team over there, Tuck. They get paid too, bro. That's not a college team. I'd rather go to war with a broke-down, hobbled Zeke than a Corey Clement nah, and an Edo Smith. Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely I'm not, not. playing that. <laughs> because Zeke <laughs> yeah, and Tony Pollard are going to be key for our playoff run. It does oh, Tony Pollard's sure. ready right now, dog. Tony Pollard's Me? ready right now. It's one platter, platter fasciitis tear. It, it, it's nothing. It, he's ready right now. I'm not resting him. So I can't follow you down that alley. I'll rest Zeke. But there's no way there's any reason to rest both, bro. For Me, I think I'm, we missed I'm a Gordon opportunity not, resting Zeke against the Saints, man. The the the, the, not, the issue the injury is not that bad, Tuck. It's not it's a torn plastic plantar fasciitis. It's better to have a full tear than a partial tear. If it's a partial tear, I'd be worried. I'd be going, yeah, I mean, the 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 pain tolerance is an issue. And then if he does fully tear it, we're looking at three more weeks. So let's not do that. It was a full tear. He's good to go. Let's go. He would have been good to go this game, to be honest with you, if he would have maybe had half more week of rest. Zeke, yes, that's a that's a damn mobility issue. That is a knee to high ankle sprain, possibly a knee sprain. But Tony's good to go. So why did you want to rest Tony? Well, because he's coming off an injury as well. If, to if Tony's good to go, absolutely, you put him out there. But I think we're completely yeah. overestimating the Giants' defense. I, I think because, we could definitely because beat Tony them without Zeke. Tony Pollard only Tony Pollard even practiced last week. Oh, that's no, no, no. You're good. We'll beat him without Zeke. But I'm not trying without Zeke and Tony Pollard, guys. I mean. That's um, awesome. if, if I'm doing that, I'm, I'm going to continue. So, 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 so why? Let me ask this, back. though. Why, why can't we beat the Giants without Zeke and Tony Pollard? But, but Because of the flow of the offense needs to be established with our full set of weapons. That's what I would want. Isn't that uh, how much, how much mean, did we use Zeke and Tony Pollard week one versus Tampa? I, I, I mean, off the top of my head, I can't tell you right they, now. They, they have like six we didn't scary. have Zach Martin in that game. Dog. Like we, definitely right. have, we definitely have the, the receivers and everything where we could definitely mitigate sitting Zeke and exactly. Pollard if we needed That's to. That's what I'm saying. But, if, but, if we are who we think we are. Yeah, but if, but we if Pollard were, if is we good to go, at, obviously at, he's going to play. seven right now, if this was when we were averaging 200 yards a game on the ground and everybody was flowing, I would say, okay, maybe. But right now, this is a broke-down offense that needs to get in rhythm, needs to find itself, and you're okay sitting two guys that we depend on? So I just can't wait. do that. Well, maybe Sorry. I'm confused who I'm speaking to. So, so now the offense is broke down. We need to find a rhythm, right? Yes. I never said – I said I was happy about the game, not the offense, bro. You, you came okay. in and said you were pissed off about the – it's not a victory Monday, bro. I mean, I was sitting here saying I'm happy. I didn't say I, – I established what I said, bro. I said I'm good, not satisfied with the offense. But right. there's no way I would go into the Giants and say, hey, if I had Edo Smith back there and Corey Clement and I'm back here trying to establish something and I beat the Giants 38-35, my thing with that, my whole bump in the road there is you telling me that our two primary backs are gone and you expect this offense to explode. That's yeah, because asinine, we're playing bro. the Giants. Because we're playing the Giants in Washington. Because we're playing the I, I Giants. I don't think Dak yeah. Prescott, Amari Cooper, Shady Lamb, and Michael yeah. Gallup can that, explode exactly against, is my against the Giants. This is the NFL, Tuck. Everybody's got professional football players. Yeah. And any given Sunday, you can get your ass waxed by anybody if you're not ready, bro. So, but, <laughs> if, but if that's the case, then we're not who we say we are. Who are we? We don't even know who we are, man. Who are we? So we, so we don't have an identity then. Because we if, we're, if so you No, we tell haven't. Me. That's my point. We haven't had an identity. We really didn't know who we were early in the season because we were just taking chunk plays and going forward on fourth every time because we sucked last year. We were finding ourselves. We're still establishing that identity to this point right here, Tuck. So in order to beat the Giants, you're saying that Tony Pollard or Zeke is critical for that. For that, that that's the winning key, right? I would say so with how the okay. offense looks. Yes, I would, sir. Okay. Definitely. I, I, for... for <laughs> devil's advocate ezekiel elliott had 12 carries for 45 yards Corey clement had 13 mm -hmm. for 44 so basically mm -hmm. all right man well yeah i mean agree to disagree i guess i'm talking boys with the boys <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, I, 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 I'll need a full circle around, man. But y'all know how it goes, dog. But hey, y'all know what time it is, man. I know, I know, uh, uh, we're running out of time here, man. So let's jump in back into this thing, man. Hey, Dreezy, bring us some betting yes, lines, man, for week 15. Uh, so I was looking at the Caesar Sportsbook. They uh, have the Cowboys a 10.5 point favorite. They got the over under right now at 45. Uh, honestly, man, 10.5 is a lot of points to give any NFL team. But if I was a betting man, I would do it. I think I think I think the Cowboys are going to cover. I think they're going to cover. I would take the over. It's it's forty five right now. I'm pencing in the Cowboys for at least thirty. You know, so I mean, I, 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 I think we're looking at a at a thirty to let's say seventeen game. I'm definitely taking over as well. What about you guys? I'm taking so. over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's the over. <laughs> I hope so. Over as well, man. If, it, if Tony's in there, I'll take the other. Let's come at Nito Smith. All bets yeah. are off. Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. All right, man. I you if Edo Smith, I'll put it this way: if Edo Smith and Corey Clement were in there, there's no fucking way I'd bet on the game. <laughs> you can have Hardy in there too. Tossing <laughs> in the back. Yeah, oh, in the backfield. Does he have his goggles? Govern that running back over Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna be here for this Hardy slander. That's my guy. So. <laughs> guys, we're missing. Guys, guys, we're missing the obvious. Just put Micah back there. I'm sure he could break off. There, there, we, go. Go. See, there, there we go. Come on, man. Circle, baby. Let's go. All right, man. We all know what time it is, man. It's prediction time, man. And I'll go first because y'all know I gotta, I gotta jump to the Twitter shout out, man. But my prediction is the Cowboys win 34 to 10, man. And my bold prediction, we find our rhythm, guys, like how Stella got her group back. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine and I, I have the same score except uh, for us. I have us winning 34 to 16, so I got them scoring two more field goals. I think the defense gets four picks this week. I think uh, Diggs gets two, and then yeah, we'll leave it up to the rest, so. Four picks. You know what's funny is that usually when someone predicts four picks, that sounds crazy and like people laugh. But at this point with this defense and then facing Mike Glennon, that doesn't even seem crazy at all, dude. It seems like right. and the very all that pressure. like a super like rational thought. Yeah, man. I got thirty three seventeen actually. I got I got the offense uh trending upwards, like we said uh, a couple times this pod. I got uh I got Zeke with two touchdowns. I just I, I can't I can't okay. quit that guy. Are they two goal line touchdowns or two? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're two goal line. Yeah, no, he he's he's not he's not breaking off no thirty yard scamper. Sad to say. Yeah, but uh, Zeke got Zeke gets two. Uh, Lamb gets one, and uh, Gallup gets one. I got the Cowboys winning forty one to seventeen. That's where I'm at. I feel like 40 we need a forty burger. We need a forty burger. Like I'll I feel take like that. A 40. I feel like a 40-burger is definitely needed right now because I think the offense needs to send a message, and I think this is going to be the week that we do it. I think Dak needs to settle down. I do think that Zeke will score a few times, just red zone, um, you know, goal line type ordeal. Tony mm-hmm. Pollard will probably be a little monitored. Um, I expect a big day from Amari Cooper, though, and also Dalton Schultz. So Schultz so, has been missing. Yeah, so 41-17 yeah, Cowboys over the Giants. He do for one. And the line gets Damn. his first interception. Let's go. Where's Schultz at, Mark? Where's Schultzinator? Ah, he's uh he's doing his best pitch impression from the beginning of the season, bro. <laughs> so we're just not throwing to him. That, that's where he is. <laughs> he's yeah. doing his best pitch impression, man, from the beginning of the season. Now I got us winning. Um I got us winning. I got us winning 34 to 10. Um that's kind of a common score for me these days because I kind of don't know what I'm gonna get from that offense. I don't. Um, I know what I'm going to get from my defense, barring any injury. Like I said, I'm pretty confident in what that, you know, will establish there. Um, But I think I'll see – I don't want to say who will do what, but I think I'll see a nice set of rhythm and we'll make Tuck happy on Monday with a victory Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all probably won't see me happy until the Cardinals game. I'm already looking forward to that one, bro. Like, yeah. 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 I got it. Yeah. We got to yeah. fix some stuff, y'all. Be honest with you. So, 
Yeah. Let's treat these yeah. giants like them slump busters we've seen in the back right. of the bar at 2 a.m. Hey, that's, that's what they are. Slump busters. You do what you got to do. We ain't trying to tell nobody about it. Like, you know. Exactly. <laughs> like, hey, did you leave with old girl? Nah, man. I didn't leave with her. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't leave with her. I don't even know that shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. All right, man. Well, let's jump to Twitter, man. Let's get some Twitter shout outs before we get out of here, man. Hey, shout out to that boy Mario, man. He says with Williams out, anybody on that uh, New York Giants defense, Dallas needs to key on. He said, but the Cowboys win 37 to 13. Uh, Bold prediction on offense, Zeke's breakout game. 100 yards, two touchdowns. On defense, another four takeaways, eight sacks. That's ew. Michael one, Tank two, Gregory two, Gallimore one, Curse one, Lewis one. Jesus Christ, Mario. Shout out to Eight Mario, sacks. man. Eight <laughs> sacks. Ooh, he's going hard, man. Hey, uh, shout out to that boy. Philip uh, Shue? Is that yeah, how you uh, pronounce uh, it? Uh, nope, it's Philip Shoy. Shoy. Shoy, man. Yeah. Always rocking with us straight from Germany. He says Cowboys win 34 to 14. Two touchdowns from Amari. One from CD. The defense with two interceptions and six sacks. But most important, the offense will look more in sync. You know what I'm saying? Slump <laughs> I, I think that's Backstreet Boys. <laughs> oh, bye, bye, bye. is in sync, bro. This is it is? Oh, yeah. Okay. My bad? Damn. Yeah, I'm dead, man. Know your boy band, bro. Know your boy Stupid. band. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Dylan. Dog. Come on, Dylan. Have some respect for yourself. Get cultured. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, last one of the night, man. Our boy, Shane O'Matt. Shane Sweetfeet at Shane2104. He says, happy victory Monday, guys. He says, 38 to 17, the Cowboys win. Bo prediction is the Cowboys will have an eight-set game from the defense. Ooh, so everybody's throwing around eight sacks. I hope we get to that boy, Mike Glennon. Hell. <laughs> yeah. Y'all think we take our bleachers? <laughs> oh, wait, we're playing at home, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. it's on the road. No, it's on, oh, the, it's road, on the road, bro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We take our bleachers or what? Might as well. Yeah. Y'all know how disrespectful that is to go to someone else's house and move around furniture? That's like not your house anymore. I know, but I, lo- <laughs> I loved it, though. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, man. Hell, shit. I guess, uh, uh, shit, we've been on for damn near an hour and a half, man. But, yeah, uh, Tuck, man, if you can tell the fans that don't know you where they can find you, dog. Yeah, well, hey, but, guys, hey, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it, man. I had a blast, man. So yes, we'll sir. definitely have to do it again. Uh, yeah, y'all can find me, of course, on Twitter, at JTuck151, Instagram, TikTok, all JTuck151. And then, of course, on my YouTube channel, Cowboys Fans Only. And then you can also go to CowboysFansOnly.com to get your official merch. I appreciate all the support, Cowboys Nation. Ho- hold on in there. We're going to figure this thing on out. We're going to get back to what we <laughs> know. So it's about, be, it's about to get fun here soon. Hey, y'all know where y'all can find me at, man. Adam Wide, talking boys with the boys, man. At, at Twitter, at Hop the Ville, dog. Talking that shit. Yeah, find me on Twitter at Dylan eighty eight Wilson, and uh, you can go ahead and find me on here officially. We got our we got a new logo. It's looking all sexy. It's got all four of us on there. We're abandoning it up. We are the music now, man. So yeah, we running shit around here. Go ahead and follow us. (laughs) Yeah, man, find me at at that boy Dreezy for your music, sports, wrestling, and Yellowstone reviews. Let's go, let's go. When that boy Mark fell off, he said he can't get back in. He said find him at Mark D uh, News Corner on Twitter, talking that shit, man. But y'all know how it goes, man. Everybody out there, thank you for rocking with talking boys with the boys.